We kick off hour number three of the program. Talking some NFL divisional playoffs. Playoffs. 49ers did get by the Cowboys 19-12 to behind Brock Purdy. And a good defense. A great defense. Run game. You found it? D'Amico Ryan's going to be probably a hot commodity on the head coaching. Hot boards this. Uh, you did, didn't you? Hmm. Let Nate finish what he was saying. I, I'm, I'm distracted because you're over Don't there. worry yeah, about I'm it. Don't worry there. about it. All over the place looking for something. I don't know. It's distracting. I don't even know how Nate was able to talk. Well, he was until you interrupted him twice. Because you were interrupting me listening. Um, in the other NFC game, the Eagles rolled the Giants on Saturday, 38-7. to I called a Giants upset there, but we won't talk about that. Your locks of the week, struggling. I didn't say it was a lock. Eh. Uh, Jalen Hurts only had to throw for 154. That's Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts to you. Daniel Jones was 15 of 27 for 135, no touchdowns and a pick. What did he rush for in that game? Daniel Jones, 24 yards. Eesh. Yeah, he Sa- he can Saquon do that when they're you know in the game, but yeah, you get behind, you got to just chuck it. Saquon around. had 61, and what 30 of that was on one run. 39 of that was on one run. That's what I'm saying, man. The Eagles' defense. Maybe they were sandbagging. I mean, he threw for 135. It's so bad. I had a Giants fan yell at me during that game and tell me to get out of the way of the TV because he was trying to watch the game mm. while they were down 28. Where was this? Smoky Mountain Brewery. Mm. I was like, dude. It's over. I was like, why do you care? Hey, <laughs> props to him for staying locked in and not checking out, but. Well, the Eagles scored to start the game, then turned over the Giants on downs, creating a short field. Went down, scored again, 14 nothing. Then Daniel Jones threw a pick. 21 nothing. A couple of, well, they traded punts, but then uh, another touchdown drive for the Eagles, 21 nothing, 28 nothing. It was a beatdown. Just super efficient from Philadelphia. Maybe they were sandbagging. I don't know if you, like, you know, do that on purpose, but sometimes when you're wait, when you get out in front, mm-hmm. you know you just let off the gas a little bit, just can't help it, and then once the the playoffs come around, you know, mm-hmm. amp back up, playing at home, division rival, ready to go, ready to go. Well, what does this say about the uh, the Vikings that they couldn't get past the Giants? The Vikings were lucky all season. They were so bad. They're just They had a negative point differential. They were what, 13 and no, 14 and 3. There's one of those like there's just all those teams in the middle in the NFL mm-hmm. that are really close. And they just kept winning close games. And their defense was the problem all year. No team has ever lost to Kirk Cousins in the regular season and gone on to play in the Super Bowl that year. Hmm. Well, speaking of weird stats, really? uh That's a funny stat. I hadn't fact-checked, but somebody told me that Trevor Lawrence had never lost in his life on a Saturday yep. until this weekend. All right. It's an, that is it's a funny you stat. You can't tell me he's not lost a peewee game somewhere on a Saturday. Nope, they went back and checked. Never lost. Might be starting with high school, but, you know. Probably didn't play that many in 
I think it was like you know just the state title game. Three and zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the record was like thirty-one and zero mm. or something going into the game against it's obviously Clemson, Kansas City. Man. Yeah. And then the last week, the crazy comeback win. Yeah. Which sucks because I think the chart. I, I know it's kind of stupid to say they blew the biggest lead of. Yeah, they did. Of epic, like stupid that they blew the lead to the Jaguars. But I think the Chargers definitely beat the Chiefs on Saturday if they play them. Really? You think so? If Mahomes yeah. gets hurt, same way and everything. Yeah, if Mahomes gets hurt, same scenario. I think the Chargers walk away with a win. Hmm. I missed that portion when Chad Henney played, though. Like, he led him to a touchdown? Oh, he looked very serviceable. It, Wait, 99 it, it, 90, yards? Yeah, 99 yards. <laughs> he was 5 of 7, 23 yards and a touch. Some are calling Mahomes a system quarterback. <laughs> Some, many you. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody can move the ball to Andy mm-hmm. Reid. Andy Reid is a good He's a, good he's a great play caller. Yeah. Not even play call, play, play designer yeah. and then calling them. Uh-huh. That little roundabout play was, I mean, come on. Uh, who do we like for the conference champions? San Francisco at Philly? Like that's a tough tough call. Uh, Cincinnati at Kansas City. I think they're both really tough. Yeah. I, I don't Philly know. a two-and-a-half point favorite. Kansas City, I believe, is a one-point favorite. I think I get first pick, and I don't even know who to take in our eliminator game. Maybe we just go heads up this week. We might. Whoever you pick, I just take just the take other. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do that, Chiefs-Bengals would be the – yeah, that more even matchup there. I don't know, well, I man. I can't take the Eagles, so. But with Mahomes on one leg. Yeah, I don't even know who to pick. Seriously. I, I just wonder how much he's going to be able to heal that ankle throughout the week. The way he turned it where your ankle rolls in, the foot goes out, mm-hmm. usually you can play through those day of. Like, I feel like rolling your ankle to the outside with your foot in hurts more in the moment and yeah. is, like, it swells up faster and it was landed on, right? Yeah, but when you roll it to the outs or inside, and the foot goes out, I feel like those get worse mm. over the next few days. Like I think there's a chance he doesn't play this weekend, so it's a good thing Chad Henney got in there and took care of business. But I still, obviously, yeah, you want yeah. Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's your MVP. Doesn't Joe Burrow have a three-game win streak over Patrick Mahomes right now? Yeah, I believe they have won the last three. I think they've only played three times. Maybe I think. I mean, yeah, I think that's right. If Burrow wins this. This coming weekend, to go to the Super Bowl again, you got to have the conversation that he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. Let's see here. I know he's incredibly blessed with a good running back room and great receivers, but like we talked about earlier, that offensive line, pretty bad, pretty banged up. He was. And if you just look at the situation he inherited there, I mean, they were awful. Oh, the Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. What what did they start the season? They've won 10 straight after yesterday, I believe. It's crazy. He threw for 4,475 yards in the regular season, 35 touchdowns, 12 picks. I'd love to see how many of those. Didn't he have a four-interception game early in the year? I think so, yeah. The matchup yesterday against the Bills – was the longest win streak matchup for two combined teams in NFL postseason history. Hmm. Yeah, he threw four picks week one against Pittsburgh, and they lost in overtime. And then I think they went to – they go to Dallas? They lost by three at, at Dallas. 
Um, and then since then, he threw another two picks against Pittsburgh in a win in late November. And then he threw two against New England on Christmas Eve. Outside of that, he's been pretty, pretty stout. Um, trying to see here. The key is they really started to protect him a lot better. He got sacked seven times against Pittsburgh in game one. Hmm. Six times against Dallas in week two. Then they kind of toned it down. Then he was sacked five times in their loss at Cleveland. And since then, he has not been sacked more than twice in a game. I would say having a banged-up offensive line with the snow being such a big deal yesterday, I would say that kind of helped the Cincinnati offensive line a little bit, wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe. I mean, a little bit, but their footing wasn't good either. But the defense is trying to, yeah. Go around yeah. and step yeah. by. And as long as you can kind of get in the way there, you're probably doing a pretty good job, all things considered. That's just such a sad performance for the Bills. I feel really bad for their fans. Mm. Great yeah. great fan base, great season. I appreciate it, but I don't need your pity. You're not a Bills fan. You're a Josh Allen fan. Yeah, There's a difference. Different. You bum. I don't know. Just, I'm not surprised that the Bengals won. Yeah. I'm just surprised at how that game was never really competitive. Right. Me too. The Bills could just, they got nothing going on offense. Like they'd hit one play a drive and you're thinking, okay, here it comes. And then, you know, they'd end up punting. Very sad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bills don't... Mafia offseason. I'm excited for these matchups, though. They're all on Sundays right now. Yeah, the 49ers-Eagles, 3 o'clock on Fox on Sunday, and then uh, following that, 6.30 on CBS, you have Bengals at Chiefs. How good was Greg Olson yesterday, by the way? Oh, yeah, he's great. He's really, really good. He's calling the Super Bowl this year? Is he? Is he? I believe I saw that. He's the guy that's going to get rotated down when they ever get Tom Brady to retire and go to Fox. You know, thankfully, he's terrible. He's like worse. Greg Olson's so good. Thankfully, though, I don't think Brady's retiring anytime soon. Thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah. So he goes to the Raiders for a few more worthless seasons. We'll come back with more Hour 3 next. Hour three continues. Live stream powered by Linderman Sports Medicine. Check them out online at LindermanSportsMedicine.com. People come from all over to Linderman in uh, Memphis. Get them back in the game of life. You found what you're looking for, Chris? Can we move on, please? You falsely accused me. You had that look on your face. It's because I thought it was so outlandish that you would accuse me. But you had that look on your face. I can't help it. You still have it. I always look guilty. It fell out of my pocket when I was giving a guy some money to get something to drink. When did you give a guy some money? At the gas station this morning. Oh. He just wanted to drink. All I had was pennies. I felt pretty bad. I think I gave him 15 cents. Well, it's better than nothing. 15 cents closer. 
That's what he said. He's like, any bit helps, man. I was like, 15 cents? I mean, if you want a coffee, they're only 99 cents. So maybe, maybe that's what he wanted. He wanted a drink at the gas station. That's what he wanted. He looked like a guy who probably really did just want a drink. He well, was you're in, such a great judge he, of the character he was, in these situations. I'm still the alive. Whole, I've never been held up. The whole bike situation and tires. Sorry collateral. I do good deeds for people from time to time. Sorry. You know, in today's world, good deeds can get you killed. Mm, tell me about it. You know, most time when they I've say, almost had t- t- I've had two two uh, good deeds go very sideways very quickly, but I'm still standing. Whew. Most time people say they need a drink. They need a drink, you know. It was six fifteen in the morning. You think that matters? Did I mean, you not- see the way you just went all around here looking for easy. <laughs> I I just thought I lost something. Okay. It's just annoying, right? Well, yeah. You don't want to waste money mm-hmm. in this economy. Are you kidding me? You had a crazed look in your eye. It's true. No, I did not. <laughs> you did. He did have a funny look on his I know face. he did. That's why I was like, Because eh. the other day he had a, what, what was that drink that I moved on you? It was a vitamin ju- water. Yeah, yeah. He had a vitamin water and I stole it. I hid it over here. Oh, so you thought this was So I thought it was. I thought it was payback. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is my fault because I moved hey. his water. But then he tried to take credit for making your coffee this morning, and I just, you know, I thought maybe he was getting a little squirmy back there. Yeah. He looked squirmy. While we're off topic. Yeah. How many owls do you think it would take seeing in a day before you realize something was up? Owls? Yeah. Where am I? Here. Three. That's kind of that's kind of the ballpark I was I can't thinking. remember the last time I saw an owl. Me neither. So, like, if you see more than one. Well, yeah, what do you think on the second one? I'd be like, wow, what a day. Must be a big day for owls. And then the third one, I'd be like, oh, boy. I'm in Harry Potter. Like what, yeah, like what could that mean if you saw what, what it? Where are we going with that? I don't know. Did it's you just, see an owl? No, it's just something like you uh, never see. Jared wants to know why he didn't just buy the man a drink. Are you that cheap? I was getting in the car. I didn't want to be late for work. <laughs> When's that ever stopped He was. You? He could have asked me in the store when he was walking out, and instead he waited on me outside puffing a stogie so i'm like mm, i don't know it's probably why i need the drink they dehydrate you good yeah it's a good point hmm. i'd already been in I, d- I didn't have any cash i didn't want to go back in like all right guy pick out something to drink i'll wait up at the register like that's kind of weird and what if yeah what if he what if you know, and then be like that one guy he'd go grab a 12 pack be like, this is my drink man yeah. i'd be like i'd be like get the hell out of here He'd have a whole. He'd have a shopping cart. I know. Oh, can I get some chips too? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're like, wait a minute. We're in a gas station. Where'd that shopping cart come from? I'm not your mom. Pack of smoke. Put that candy back down. (laughs) Hey, can I get a sausage biscuit too? Pretty hungry after that cigarette. Is he that? Is he that cheap? You do something nice for somebody, man. They just take advantage of you. There's this I try to do nice things for people, you know, when they ask. There's this guy that stays on Gay Street, and he always has, like, I've heard this guy's story for about a year now. He came up to me about a year ago for the first time and said that his boss just fired him, and he's staying in a hotel, and he's got to get back to Arkansas, and he didn't have any money. Why do I think I've met this and dude? And I, I, I gave him, like, 10 bucks the first time. The second time, three months later, hey, man, my boss just fired me. I'm trying to get back to Arkansas. I'm just staying in a hotel. 
And then I finally just said, after a year of the same story, I said, man, you've been here a long time. <laughs> Arkansas is a long way away. One thing I could think. That's a lot, you know, saving up 15 cents at a time. Take a while. Well, I told you about the ring over at the Sam's and Walmart off Walker Springs, right? No. Oh, yeah. The lady sits out front and asks for money, and then she'll, like, rob buggies when you're not looking. And then somebody will drive up with New York plates and pick her up and drive her around. She'll make the trade for whatever, then she gets back out and she's right back to work. True story. Huh. Where is this? The Sam's and Walmart at Walker Springs. Okay. Pretty scary stuff. Mm-hmm. There's always people at that exit, too, waiting at the top for the red light with some sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, need blanket's. Here's a blanket. I don't really want a blanket. Yeah. It's like, well, it's what the sign says. Well, see, it's it's good marketing strategy on their part. Marketing. Because if you It's good. Okay, go on. If, I I, I, want, I if definitely want to hear this. You put it out there that you're wanting a blanket, you come off as genuine and that you're no, actually yeah, of just course. trying to survive and but, then No, but that's so obvious now. I would rather money. it just said, "Hey, I want to go buy a beer." I'll, when, I, when I was in fifth grade, we went to uh, San Francisco, and there's just even then there was a long line right before you get to Fisherman's Wharf of homeless people, and they all had a sign or like a you know something they were doing to try to get attention. And the guy who had the most money was the guy who said, "Bleep it! I really just want to go get a beer." And everyone who walked by him would be like, "Ha ha ha! Here's some money." The guy was racking up because he just told the truth. I saw something somewhere that this one guy stood on this one exit and he made like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Just standing at the right exit. Yeah, they busted some lady at a McDonald's like two years ago. She would go stand on the corner and then she would go, she would park behind the McDonald's. They went and she was driving like a Lexus. And they started talking to her about it and she was like, quit harassing me, quit harassing me. I'm going to call the police. You're like, you're going to call the police from what? She whips out a cell phone. It's like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now, iPhone. Now, it's a crazy world we live in. I saw a hitchhiker the other day. I thought hitchhiking was dead. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. And then I saw this guy trying to hitchhike, and I was like, well. Where? Cedar Bluff exit, I think. He had the thumb out, standing there waiting. You know, that's where I seem to always see him, too, actually. Mm-hmm. The Cedar Bluff exit. That's the only time I've ever seen a hitchhiker. Isn't it illegal to walk on the interstate? Walt Road's pretty popular because yeah, of so. all the truckers right. that are there. Mm-hmm. That's just so busy. I never feel like I see a hitchhiker. I'm not saying that it's not I, yeah. they're not there because I'm sure. But with all the stories that have come out about hitchhikers and like you just don't do that, right? I did it once. It's a it's a bygone era. It's wasn't really a hitchhiker. You pick somebody up. Well, or you are the one. I I arrived at a restaurant. Uh-huh. downtown and there was a guy who asked me for money and I gave him some and then he said hey man I know this is tough but would you care to give me a ride to my house and I was like how far away he's like oh it's just a couple miles it's right over the hill I was like mm, okay so I pick him up and we I take him over he like lifts up his pants to scratch his leg and I think it's a bullet hole I was like man what's that you alright he's like it was like healed and everything. He's like, oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, yeah. I got shot. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then we pull into his apartment complex, and he's like, 
hey, man, as soon as I get out, lock the doors. I'll make sure nobody bleeps with you. And I was like, all right. He did. I did. And I drove back to the restaurant. What part of town was this? Downtown. He was in the Calhoun's parking lot. <laughs> nice guy. Nice to me. I don't know. If I had been mean to him, I don't know what might have happened to me. Could have been a setup. That's what I was actually worried it was. Like, I pull yeah. in, a car pulls in behind me, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't that, Nate. It wasn't that. What and I helped a guy who had a bullet hole in his leg, but what if and he couldn't been? walk great. He was limping around and stuff. It's a scary feeling. Like that, that something. Like, the time I was driving past Austin East at night, and no stop signs, no red lights, a big Cadillac Escalade just stops in the middle of the road. And so I throw her in park. Throw her in park. I'm just sitting here because he he's not moving, not getting out. And so I throw her in reverse. I'm about to get out of there, and I see the door open. So I put her back in drive, and I'm totally prepared to run over somebody if I have to. Mm-hmm. And this big dude, he's probably 6'6", 300, gets out, starts screaming at me. Screaming at you? Yeah, like, hey, 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 go around. And so oh. I go around, and he waved, and I was – Sitting there just... You were shaking? You were scared because a guy told you to go around? Okay, nighttime, that part of town, car stops in the middle of the road. Where was this? In front of Austin East High School. So Magnolia? Yeah, because the interstate, like, I was checking, they were doing some construction, and, mm. like, from to get from downtown back to Kodak, it said it was going to be, like, an hour and 40-minute drive. So you took Magnolia to Cherry Street yeah. to try to get around it? Okay. Wow. Scariest so, moment of my life. That's the scariest moment of your life? I mean, I'm typically a badass. What do you want me to say? But in that scenario. That's not even a scary situation. A guy stopped in the road and asked you to go around. Okay, you can't tell me that's not a little odd, especially when there's no stop sign or red light. Well, yeah, it's odd, but maybe his car was having trouble, making a funny noise or something. You ever had a gun pulled on you? No. <laughs> scariest moment of your life. You ever had a gun pulled on you? No. I have. Shotgun. Mm. There was a guy in my old neighborhood, and we used to go through his side yard to get to the other neighborhood. That was a big yard. It wasn't like we were riding through his flower beds or anything. And he said uh, one day, he was like, hey, boys, I don't want you going through my yard unless you knock on the door first and ask me if it's okay. All right. Well, so we started doing that, knocking on the door. He'd come say, yeah, go on through. No fences, no nothing. Like, just a yard to the next neighborhood. It was just whatever. One day we knock, we knock, we knock. No answer, no answer, no answer. So we just ride our bikes down through. He's out and be- he's having dinner on his porch with his family. Screams at us. Mm. So we come home a different way. Then the next night we're going over to play football after school. We ride in his front yard, put our bikes down. We're going to go knock on the door. Walks out of the door with a shotgun. Says, you take one step in my yard, I'm going to blow you back into the bleeping street. Nice guy. Psycho. Bananas psycho. Like we weren't like we weren't riding through his yard. Like the the side side of the yard is where we would mm. go, because he was like the only one on that part of the street that didn't have a fence. Had some lady come up to me, like at the, it was like near the mall. She's like, my car's over here. Mm-hmm. I got it's like I got some cash, and she like pulls out this money. She's like, I got money. I got cash. I got cash. Can you take me? And it was like. I don't know. It was like all the way to the other side of town or something. And I, I assumed what you were thinking. Like, it's like a setup. You mm-hmm. know, you're going to get you to go down some road or something. People will be waiting on you. Look, probably looking for nice vehicles. Um, 
and then and what was funny is she said she I was like I was like I I was like I just don't have time. I have to get, you know, be somewhere else. And then she said she said, "Well, I just need a ride." And she had her phone on her. She had her phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, why don't you call an Uber?" And she's like, "Well, I don't." And she had to give me some. Of course, I, I just started talking to her. I just spun it back on her. I was like, "Well, you know, sometimes if you like, if you call the Uber and they get here, you could then tell them like, hey, I need to pay you in cash.' Because she said like my card doesn't work or something. Or mm-hmm. she's like, I could call an Uber, but something about my card or whatever. It's like, well, you know." It's like, where's your car? Oh, it's over around the, you know, because she told mm-hmm. me her car was broken down. This is a whole thing. Yeah. And it, and whatever I told her to do on the phone, like she had a phone. Like yeah. She ha- it wasn't like, hey, can I, you know, I was like, I could call somebody for it. She has her phone. No, I have my phone. And as soon as I drive off, she just walks down the next car. It's just like the same. Skin. It's like, yeah, you're pathetic. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, my wife's had a gun pulled on her, scary, like, like, fire him to the temple situation. Yeah, that'd be, that, see, Hipkin, that's scary. Yeah. When the gun's, like, touching you. Yeah. Yeah. She was in college. Home on break. Anyway, well, we'll come back more hour three next. Hour three continues. You were talking about Skip Bayless in the in the break. What a, <laughs> what a dumb video. So see, bad. Do you see uh Barrett Salee was like, what's up with that backsplash? And he's got an anchor man poster in the hallway, like film poster. <laughs> what? Skip does? I yeah. can't I can't hate on that. Like that's one of the that's the best comedy. Like, Hard- hardest I've ever laughed at a movie in a movie theater. And he's like, Easily. why is his uh why is his kitchen trash can so small? a great point that's probably just like an apartment he has somewhere surely his house would have a bigger kitchen yeah never know he probably doesn't cook a lot true yeah probably goes out to eat the fine dining and i LA. like skip you would you would like the vanderbilt guy let me tell you something skip that's shannon i know but it's just funny <laughs> skip 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 we didn't talk skip. about shannon and his uh, NBA hypocrisy. The funniest thing, I don't know when this was. It was a couple years ago. Two years ago. The Warriors game, right, where somebody, like, pushed a player and got ejected. And, like, I think he was a part owner of the team, and he's, like, never allowed back. And Shannon Sharp goes on this long, like, two-minute, like. Different story. That was, that was a different scenario. Okay. Uh, the one he came out and had that take take on was, I think it was Lakers at Detroit, and there were two, like, 18 to 20 year old kids sitting courtside, and LeBron had them kicked out because he oh, yeah. they were making racist remarks towards him. Was it? Did he? Anyway, he basically just went on this tirade saying, just because you're sitting courtside and paid a lot of money doesn't mean you get to trash talk the players. Mm-hmm. Then he proceeds to absolutely trash talk the Memphis Grizzlies to the point where John Morant's father, T. Morant, has to come and they get in an altercation, and then they're seen. He got, I think Skip got escorted off the court, didn't he? At halftime? Yeah, yeah, sorry. 
keep doing that. And then they were seen like talking about it and hugging after I think the third quarter started, so it was fine. But it's just kind of like, okay, so you can do it, but you don't like it when other people right. got it. Yeah, yeah. Loud, loud and clear. Yeah, loud and funny. clear. If that was me, I'm never allowed back at an NBA game ever. Sure, yeah. At any venue. Yeah. But, no, it's, it's, it's just... but he can do it. Double standards. The way it goes. <laughs> uh, out on deck. Threw his jersey in the trash. The no backsplash at Skip's place is yellow and black. I mean, you know, gold and black for Vanderbilt, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Gosh, he looks like such a doofus. Mm-hmm. Man. The craziest thing I've seen today is this praying mantis catching a hummingbird on a hummingbird feeder and killing it and eating it. Okay. Think about that. A praying mantis can catch a hummingbird in midair and then eat it. Yeah, they're a weird animal. Could you imagine if they were like three feet tall? We'd all be toast. Those things are mean. Lady Vols got a big win over the weekend. They did. Undefeated in conference play. This train keeps rolling. Good for them. They got a big one coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nate, they do. UConn. Game day is here for that one, too, I think. For yep. That game. Yeah. So. How's that going to work on a Thursday? They're just going to have like an hour or two hour long broadcast leading up to the game? Probably. Yeah, I guess. Like at 8 o'clock or something. I might actually watch that. 8 p.m. ESPN this Thursday. I just said I might actually watch a Lady Vols game with a straight face. That's crazy. Uh, the Lady Vols played DePaul tonight. What? Lady Vols? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. UConn plays DePaul uh, tonight. To say, we wanted the buzzer like last night. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You, no, that's that's good. UConn has a short week and mm-hmm. they have to travel. It was a, what, one-point game last year? Oh, gosh. Why'd you have to ask me that? Was it that close? Did we talk about John Campbell last week? Who? I guess not. Our new offensive lineman. The guy from Miami? Yeah. We didn't talk no. about really him or Didn't he come the Omar same time as when De- Deontay Thompson or whatever his name is? And the defense lineman? Dante. This guy started at left tackle for Miami. Yeah, we mentioned that. Okay. That did. he started in... We were talking about the corner, but... We, we mentioned him. Okay. Uh, the Lady Vols lost last year by 19 to UConn. Okay, so it was the year before it was close. When they played in TBA. I lost by... Six in 2021. So six. Six. One, six. One. I believe they fell apart late. I watched that game. And that sounds right. You can play a little better. Uh, this would be the biggest one of the Kelly Jolly Harper tenure, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 Just because it's UConn. I mean, two most iconic brands in the sport. I got, I'm pretty impressed with the uh, the job she's doing, considering she lost arguably her best player. Tamari Key with the blood clots issue. Mm-hmm. And I think she didn't – did another player leave or get hurt? I think they she's sus- back now, right? Suspended uh, Rakia Jackson. Okay. Big news in Athens, Georgia this morning as new transfer portal wide receiver Ra-Ra Thomas arrested family violence and false imprisonment. Sounds bad. <sighs> 
Yeah, that sounds like one you might not come back from. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting felony, charged right? with felony and misdemeanors here. Really? Mm-hmm. You, that's he gone. Right, because they got him, and who was the other receiver they got? Dominic Love it. Yeah, Love it from Missouri. The guy I really wanted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Final segment of the program. Stick with us right here on Three and Out. Final segment of the program. Mm-hmm. Victory Monday edition of the program. We got the late game this week uh, in terms of days of the week. Wednesday against Georgia heading into the SEC Big 12 Challenge with Texas. Game College day Monday. again. Two times this week. What time is that game? The Texas game? Six o'clock. Oh, really? On ESPN. Okay. Vols are undefeated when game day is in Knoxville. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, we beat Florida, and Florida was 07-08, and then we beat uh, Vanderbilt in the 2010-2011 season. This weekend, basketball's AP Top 25 losses include number 8, Xavier, number 7, Texas, number 6, Gonzaga, number 5, UCLA, number 2, Kansas, who lost twice, and number 1, Houston. That is one, two, five, six, seven, eight. Tennessee sitting at ninth. Could potentially jump way up. Might be in the top. Let's see. Could be four. Could be three. It could be Purdue, Bama, Tennessee this week. How about that? Be crazy. See what the shuffle looks like. We did look pretty impressive this week, all well, things considered. Yeah, and there's definitely plenty of uh, of ammo if, if Tennessee keeps winning to work your way to a number one seed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough. Uh, you got to prove it, and you'll be battling, you know, Alabama within the conference, and you'll have a lot of those games that are much more coin flippage than uh, doing the ones we've been playing lately. Yeah, but it's there for you. Definitely not going to have to like win every single game to get there, but you know, it's 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 doable. Current BPI matchup predictor gives Tennessee a seventy six percent chance of victory against Alabama. Wow, uh, not bad. Three out of four. Just need one. Looks like most SEC games are on Wednesday this week. Okay. Well, at least there's three on Tuesday and four on Wednesday. Kimpom projects hmm. that you, even though you're favored to win each game under their metrics, mm-hmm. and it's gotten better and better even, um, it still thinks that Tennessee will lose. It's uh, That's weird. So two, two more conference games it projects to lose. Mm-hmm. And then based on the overall record, it actually projects you to lose the Texas game in a way because it's saying overall you'll have three more losses. 
but in the conferences too. So it's it's a weird hedge there, because um, obviously Texas is the only non-conference game left that you could right. lose. So, hmm. I mean, if you it, let's say you beat Texas, if you lose two more games, the rest of the season, mm-hmm. n- not including Texas, is that good enough to be a one seed? You think? Like no, twenty five. Not not if one of them's to Bama or Kentucky. Twenty five and five. Probably can only lose one more game, right? Two, maybe. I think you can lose to Bama and still get a one seed. You could win the conference tourney, maybe help. But as we found out last, I don't year, know. It seems fun. like for That's whatever true. reason they 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 don't care if you, they care if you make it. But what's weird is like if, they care if you make it to the semifinal, but not if you win that game and make it to the final. What's and weird win is it. if Bama loses, like let's say Bama loses two or three other games, mm-hmm. then you lose to them. That would actually be good enough. But if they keep winning and that's the game you lose, just because there's only four slots, they would be ahead of you. That would like take your slot. It's yeah. weird, strange that way. I mean, you gotta play some good teams though. You know, you got Auburn, obviously Texas, Kentucky again. That's gonna be tough. It's on the road. I think A and M's a little better than some of the teams that we've beaten recently for sure. A and M's at Auburn on Wednesday night, nine o'clock. Missouri is at home, so that one's Probably not too scary. I don't, I don't know. Though. Feels like we, I mean, feels like we we're pretty good at taking care of business against these medium to lower teams. So, obviously, you got the Arkansas game, but it's at home as well. Pretty great schedule for Tennessee. I'm assuming Bama's favored to win every game left on their schedule, except the game against Tennessee. Bama is yes. Okay, you are correct. Well, I mean, you know, it's basketball. Things will get, I'm sure, go differently. But excited to be in that position as we uh, start the last full week in January. We'll do it again tomorrow. The Blitz is next. For intern Brett, Adam Hickman, Houston Crest, I'm Nate Hodges. Thanks for listening to 3 and Out. Keep it locked in for more Fan Run Radio.